0: You have entered the Thirteen, a place where real stories about music, touring, and the beyond are told. Music does something to us. We all experience it in our own way. It can affect our senses, transport us through time, and release emotions. On this podcast, we will talk with people about the power of music and the beyond. What does the beyond mean? Let's find out together turn on your metronomes because this time is about to be tracked what is going on everyone welcome to the 13 today my guest is scott past hell at least that's what i call him he's a great guitar player a great friend i've known him for what like 20 close to 20 years <laughs> like yeah. it feels like forever um you're a shredder. the The theme that I've been going with lately is is talking to my friends or at, at, that are awesome guitar players. You're one of my favorite guitar players, so I really appreciate you coming and doing this, man. For the people who don't know uh, who you are, could you just uh, give a short explanation of
1: who you are? Who Who am I? Who is this dude, man? Who yeah, been just rocking the band six by myself for a long time. Uh, out of Houston, Texas, man, and um, done a a lot of touring, a lot of gigs, a lot of playing, a lot of drinking. Uh yeah. a, a lot of drinking. Uh man. but having a good time. A lot of a lot of, lot of good things, man. A lot of uh memories and things that we other people tell us that we did, so it's all good.
0: Other people tell us that we did, so it's all good. Yeah. I like it. I like yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. I I like uh being able to watch YouTube videos from a long time ago and you know, it's getting cold in Des Moines or whatever it was. I can't even remember. It's been so long since I've seen that, but dude, that was a cool video.
1: Um, yeah, you know what? That line took a, a life of its own. So every time, you know, we would after that, you know, it's like that home video stuff or whatever, you know. And yeah, I would go to a venue or whatever I was doing, and everybody just wanted to keep yelling at me, it's cold in Des Moines, you know, that kind of thing. So
0: <laughs> it was great. It was like a classic line and it fit perfectly with obviously, you know, y'all being crazy at parking lots and stuff. Um, yeah. So, yeah, dude, we, so background for the audience, um, you and me met, um, I, you, me, and the guys met because of Big Mike. Big Mike introduced me to you guys. He'd seen you guys play and he was like, okay, Ryan, you got to come check these guys out. He, he had just brought me into the Razor 13 thing and you guys, we watched you guys play and I was like, holy fuck, these guys are really good. (laughs) And, and then like a couple months after that, we toured together
1: like, yeah. like, like that. Oh, uh, it was real quick.
0: Yeah. All of a sudden yeah. we're out in LA.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that happened. That was good though. I like, I like when things, happen. like, I said, you know, my attention span is hit it and get it, you know? And uh yeah. And, yeah, I remember bro, big Mike coming around, man, real cool guy. And uh, then introduced us to, to everybody and we were just like, let's go. Yeah,
0: dude, Oh, big Mike. He's been a, he's been in most of the, me and Marzi talked about him on the last video. He's been in a couple of he just kind of makes his way into these videos. He his interview was fun too. Let's talk a little bit about that Hellraiser tour. That first tour that we did together. Yeah. That's where we really got to know each other and I I mean there's drama on the tour. There was there was I didn't have
1: any fucking drama. That's cuz I'm drama no, free. But, it's only, only, yeah, only one, but
0: Yeah, well uh, but some if, people have drama.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's all right. But it's so,
0: that's right. We played a bunch of fucking killer shows. Yeah. Uh, what? But I don't remember where it started. I know. I remember the bus picking us up at your house. Yeah. And in Katie, And then, but then it, the lines blur. And then I remember Vegas and then I remember LA because we had technical issues. And, and then I remember the long drive home. So everything else in between is kind of a blur to me. So what do you
1: remember? Uh, I Here's the thing. I think, I think, that we st- i think we we started in texas first um a so little small town or or wherever it was and yeah and that got kicked off really really well as far as i can remember uh, i got i do have some great video that um oh, cool. you know i could, could be sharing i guess you
0: know yeah well you need to but, you need to send it to me for sure
1: yeah for sure yeah it was great i got i captured all the performances and stuff i was you know always had a cam in my hand it seemed like cam and a beer so but yeah yeah. You know, so I got lots of skills, but yeah, that was, uh, that was a lot of miles, man. We put in, um,
0: that was on George Lynch's uh, bus too, wasn't it?
1: That yeah, dude, that was, uh, that was pretty, pretty wild. I, you know, my I had the bunk cigarette that,
0: holes in it. <laughs> <The> yeah. <ears.
1: laughs> I, my bunk was the, uh, I think it was the one where the, uh, diesel leak was. So that's that, that kept me busy, um, throughout the night. So <laughs> yeah
0: that's why i wasn't was, in my
1: book very long anyway dude <laughs> that that bus was falling apart
0: man. i mean at yeah, least yeah. at least when we rented it or whatever whatever you want to call it when we had it when we occupied it nothing was working they had cool stuff in there too you know they had like video yeah. games and all kinds of stuff but none of it worked
1: no i think most everything was unplugged but that's you know i mean uh it, it got worse as it as it went on like like a lot of musicians experience, you know, with the uh, the buses and traveling or whatever you travel in or whatever. Uh, things tend to fall apart as you uh, attack them down the road,
0: you know? Right. Uh, no, that's true, man. So we, there's a weird, there's an interesting story here. Uh, the one thing I remember, yeah, we had a bunch of great shows, uh, but we had some, I, Razor 13 had some not so good shows too, but hey, we were new. We were like four months old and we were on Yeah, yeah. You know, going down the road right out the gate yeah we didn't know what the fuck we were doing and (laughs) we got to uh Vegas did we do Vegas first and then LA or did we do LA
1: and then come back LA first first.
0: okay so we get to LA we're putting up flyers we're having a great time it's I don't think it's my it's not my first time in LA but it's my first time playing in LA like I've been there with King's X before but I'm now I'm in a band playing the gig right that's the. that was the venue and I think you guys, did you guys, you guys open for us that night or did we open for y'all?
1: Um, you know, I don't remember. I, don't remember uh, I really you. don't remember. I kind of a, kind of a blur. We, yeah. um, spent a lot of time on, uh, sunset the, the night before. So, right. Oh yeah,
0: dude. I was me too. And I had no money and I was trying to buy, <laughs> I was like, I was trying to buy belt buckles and stuff and they were like a hundred dollars a piece. And I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, I have $25 and I want some beer. Belt buckle beer, and you know which one well, I chose. We,
1: well, I mean, did you go to the rocks? I mean, it's hard to remember. You went to the rocks. We were with, uh, with Megs from uh, Coal Chamber, and, and no, I that. didn't.
0: I didn't. I didn't go. Uh, I had a buddy. I should have. I had a buddy. My buddy Johnny was living down there and I uh, you yeah the bus was empty and you guys were off doing something else and I had brought him on and we like smoked a joint or whatever and hung out in the back. Yeah. They were just he was just like really cool to be on a tour, you know, really happy to be on a tour bus and I was like I hadn't seen him in a while so it was full, cool for me. But that gig I think you helped us out because we go out they've got the curtain down, they got smoke blowing, the announcer is doing his announcing and he was like <laughs> and from houston texas razor 13 curtain drops or, or or lifts up or whatever we all go to hit the fucking opening note and big mike's pedal died oh, oh that's right fuck <laughs>
1: yeah
0: it was just a battery and you helped us out like you you went over like we're all just sitting there like we're in la playing the biggest gig we've ever played there's like five people <laughs> there. and like you know, but we're still like, holy shit, this sucks. Uh, anyway, but you helped us out. So thank hey,
1: you. I appreciate it. That's all right, man. That's what we do. We Help each other out, man. From, uh, you know, playing guitar tech and any, any you know, it's what we do, We helping brothers out, you know. Absolutely, dude. And then, know. but then we, yeah,
0: then we fucking pulled out of there. We went to Vegas. We went to Vegas and we ran into, we played a really interesting show. I thought, I thought it was cool. I don't remember if there was a lot of people there, but the people that were there were really into it you know, and I remember having a lot of fun with them. And then we met, uh, we met Carrie for the first time. And uh, Carrie and boss got into it, I think, and whatever, some drama ensued. But it was weird because Carrie, for you guys listening and watching who don't know, Carrie became the singer of Razor 13 later down the road, we went through, we, we started with Brandon, we went to shannon then we ended up with carrie and then we ended up with doug i don't know how it all worked but it all lined up somehow um but yeah man that was was, there was like a little bit of a fight there i think that was kind of fun i like bringing up the drama i'm not going to talk about what it was about because i don't remember
1: (laughs) yeah like i said man um you know uh it's kind of like uh rolling with motley Crue or something dude you know it's all rock and roll shit happens and you just roll with it and you know uh i mean if you're you're going from los angeles to las vegas and and all the 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 stuff that we got into were you at the hyatt with us we stayed at the hyatt we we left the bus and we were so we partied up at the hyatt
0: maybe there's i only i only actually partied with you guys a couple of times on that tour for whatever fucking reason we like stayed on we mostly stayed on the fucking bus you know like or like sometimes you one time you guys stayed on the bus and we stayed in a hotel which i thought was was fucking uh,
1: weird phoenix yeah. Yeah. We Phoenix? ended up staying on the bus in Phoenix and then you guys had the hotel room and we were still up when you had bus call in the morning.
0: <laughs> yeah. That was fun, man. You guys always still going, man. Yeah. I remember. So let's talk a little bit about, uh, the ODC. Is that still going strong or what?
1: Yeah, man. You know, there's, um, it's, you know, chapters worldwide. It's been really cool, man. I get, uh, contacted from people all over, all over the world really man and they're holding the flag up and doing the, you know they're having their own drinking clubs and rocking wearing the merch on stage and yeah. you know one well, a cool a cool band that um when we had the club in, in Beaumont up uh for a little while the actual brick and mortar style club right. you know yes yeah. uh it was been odc forever but uh anyway we had a band from turkey come in called black Tooth and uh outrageous band go look them up they're so super cool uh, huge supporters, you know, and you can. They play all these great festivals over there. Thousands, tens of thousands of people, and they'll have like six by cell shirts on or outlaw Dream club stuff. And oh yeah, you know. And it's just like it's just really cool people, you know. Like how we all come together and right. just kind of you know brought together by booze, man. You know, and just have a good time and just roll. Brotherhood it. of
0: booze,
1: absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's funny how you mentioned mentioned that, but we uh are doing uh we had the Brotherhood of Booze tour, you know, with our good buddies, you know, from Gunship six 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 Absolutely, and, uh, they're on a my couple list. Of US tours. Excellent. Oh, you gonna, gonna get the Masami uh rolled up, a little I, angry
0: I, or what? I uh maybe I would I just wanted to bring the bring her up, and Bring them up. they I remember play I got to play with them a couple of times and it was fantastic. And I saw them open up for or or maybe you up you know or vice versa. They're just they're a great fucking band.
1: But oh absolutely yeah. yeah. Keep talking about yeah, them. Um, uh, yeah. It would be great. Um, everybody needs to know more about them. You know, what I mean?
0: dude. Gunship six 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 is the shit. Yeah, so yeah. But y'all, I, everyone listening, go look them up right now. They're from Japan for sure. For sure. Awesome. Yeah. Lady Dime
1: is the Lady queen. Dime. Uh, Just phenomenal guitar player. She's amazing. And uh, yeah, you know, and I went to Japan and, and toured with the with another band that i had joined Chicked him to bed yeah from louisiana yeah so real good friends and we did a tour with uh you know gunship in japan so i love tracy Uh, in fact uh
0: yeah here's one of tracy's guitar picks right
1: here don't be blowing his ego up dude
0: Uh, (laughs) i'm gonna have him on i'm gonna have him on let's blow it up it'll be great
1: Uh, all right i love him to death you know i love him too
0: dude the first time i saw choke uh was the pound hound doug's i think one of doug's poundhound tours or something and they opened up and i was like man this band fucking rocks yeah yeah man now dane's in the band
1: yeah and i just actually just went to go see him with dane uh play oh cool how 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 was it yeah yeah it was really cool man you know there's um you know choke has had a lot of a lot of different members kind of come and go you know right you know but they got you know a good it, they sounded great it's it, it they got a good group together i believe right now so i think they're that good is. they're they're excited which excites should excite everybody you know
0: absolutely yeah i'm you know? totally yeah. stoked for them they uh yeah absolutely. they want they want to open for king's x when king's x plays houston and um uh they you know some i was asked if i could navigate that but you know how that sure. you know you know how it is with a, any band like that it's they don't even have control of it themselves.
1: You know, so no,
0: got to, get in, got to get in touch with the promoter. You can put in a good word. Hey, That's
1: and, kind of and about here's it. the thing. And because we know Doug so well, you know what Doug, right. Doug would just be apologizing. I'm sorry. I, I, I don't, I don't, it's not in my control. I would love it, right. but it's not, you know. Yep. So there you go, 100%. Doug. We're, we'll get you off the hook on that.
0: I, I asked, I asked, and uh, <laughs> I received no response so <laughs> uh, he responded to all kinds of other stuff but i i already know how you know i just already know how it works so right. it i mean hell I, razor 13 opened up for king's x once and that was that was pulling teeth it was not not because it's not because the band didn't want us to open up for them, but it's because they that side of things are is already taken care of you got to go find the back channels yep. and try to make it happen yourself um cool dude so I, this show is mostly about hanging out and just reminiscing with tour stories and talking gear. First of all, ODC or not ODC, uh, Six Past Hell it has done some reunion shows, and it looks like you're going to do some more. Is that right? Yeah,
1: and uh, we are actually working on some stuff right now. And one of the things that we got delayed from with you know not being able to travel was we were doing the Brotherhood. This is you're hearing it first right here. Basically, is the Brotherhood of booze two, and that oh, cool. will be the Japan tour
0: oh shit so
1: yeah, we're just waiting Dude. for the to where we can travel without any hindrances and you know and all that other bull, so oh
0: that's going to be sick as fuck you know yeah. al Shire, you know Al Shire's got to call me in the middle of a fucking podcast. he knows I'm doing this right now he knows <laughs> I told that's him that's why he's
1: calling, man that's why he's calling al, you son of a bitch uh um, so yeah you can check without he's all right that <laughs> right. is all right
0: i talk right. with that i talk with that dude every day like i haven't <laughs> i haven't seen him since his wedding like five years ago or whatever it was but like we talk every day <laughs> he's he's like my buddy um right on so, dude that's really cool uh that you guys are doing so that's a thing that's coming up as soon as yeah. as soon as uh, it can are you doing any shows stateside
1: yeah um uh we are going to do like this really cool um i get a a big show in houston because it's you know it's our hometown yeah and um we're looking at doing like a free show for everybody just to come out get together that way they'll have more money for booze and and everything like that
0: yeah
1: Uh, but we're going to film it it'll be a multi-camera type deal to do like a, a thing with a new release and everything like that so it's kind of weird you know i mean you know we go through all these years of doing you know so many different things and yeah. then it's just like we you know you can't stop with them four original guys get together dude it's just absolute yeah. mayhem and you want to share it you know absolutely you know? dude
0: yeah me and Marzi were talking about you guys the other day on the, on the podcast uh, like talking <laughs> about old memories and and stuff and, oh yeah you know, he had nothing but good things to say of course we Way better, a, I'll kick his ass. That's right. <laughs> we, yeah, uh,
1: Marzy's Mar- Mar- good, man. I, I saw Marzy um, a little while back. Oh, we were at the CLC show together. We kind of were oh, out there hanging out. Man, had a good time. I
0: wish I how was that show? I wish I would have gone to that.
1: Yeah, well, with Ministry was the headliner, I believe. So, yeah, yeah it was great, man. It was great. Huge crowd. Huge crowd, oh, man. man.
0: Dude,
1: But uh, right we had a good time. We had some chat. Got to catch up a little bit.
0: Right on, man. Yeah, last time he I all these little and secrets. Oh, does he?
1: Yeah. And then he's like, don't be telling nobody. I'm like, well, just, just don't and be telling nobody. Don't me. tell me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh I, I was late, I was a late comer to COC. I know that sounds ridiculous, but for whatever reason, I never listened to them until maybe 10, 15 years ago. And then I was like, why the fuck haven't I listened to these guys? They're fucking amazing.
1: You know, kind of me too, though, man, because you know, with um, you know, all the New Orleans and Louisiana, you know, the bands and everybody had that that whole thing you know um i really didn't know about them until phil started promoting them you know sure.
0: okay right. It,
1: later on and i'm like oh geez they're, they're right down the road man yeah. you know how did i not hear about i would see the t-shirts everywhere you know but
0: yeah
1: that was back when we just couldn't put on our little phones and look everybody up you know
0: right yep now we can
1: yeah, yeah so now since, we can do it.
0: since you are doing um more shows and got things going on i i kind of remember what gear you had back in the day but like what are you rocking right now i i want to know from amp to cabinet <laughs> to pedals to yeah. guitar so just right well, down the line
1: i mean you remember trying to with, with that giant rack i used to always have i still got oh, it yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah it was loaded with everything um i tell you what i did i did I, i've been playing so many different things so i kind of Take the gear for the job. Okay. And uh, but let's let's just stick with the six by hell stuff. So recently I've been running um, I'm running three uh four twelve cabs and they're all on and they're all full bore
0: Like yeah, uh
1: Randall's uh two Randalls, and I have a warhead. And I believe for the last show, thanks to Eddie, Eddie Travis out of Houston, Texas, he played, you know, Florian and and you know, you know it. You know. oh, yeah. anyway he uh i stole a couple of his diamond calves oh cool yeah he let me borrow them for like two years you know what i'm saying yeah so i, I yeah borrow yeah yeah <laughs> I don't... hey
0: that one right there that's doug's uh, and yeah. i've been borrowing it for 20 years
1: <laughs> isn't that uh i think isn't that the one was on like uh out of sight at planet or something like that uh that
0: one might have been yeah, that one might have been. There's another one over here. One of, one of those two is actually Doug's. I don't know which one. One's mine,
1: but yeah, right. he,
0: they were they were like they're beat to shit. I mean, they have
1: yeah. Or well, I remember I remember something about about one of those had a really cool album story behind it. Yeah, it
0: was on yeah. it was on all the albums. It was on a couple of albums, and then it toured like with ACDC, and was one of the four. You know, because he would put four of them up right and, yeah. and they were all hooked up just like you're talking about and that's one of them and there's like no upholstery or whatever you want to call it on the sides of it it's just all wood grain and stuff that's yeah right Faro.
1: yeah well oh, i mean okay. yeah so i i've been kind of doing the the whole cabinet thing where you know i ran randall's uh like warheads for years um yeah, right and uh then i got those diamonds you know which okay. you know I gotta give them back. So, yeah. um, but you know I've been running. So and then I had the uh, endorsement at the time with Crank. So I had the Crank gear, yeah, right? And and actually I still have the uh, the uh, it's the dime bag uh, stuff from Crank. You know Crankenstein. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have the head and the cab. Cool. Um, and then uh, you know as far as my other rack gear. Dude, I'm still, I'm splitting A and B cabs, you know, running an A and B side. And, right. and uh, I'm still using uh, 1991 and 1992,
0: 81, ADA MP1s and MP1 classics.
1: Wow. Uh, and uh, I run those. And then, uh, you know, I got to gate them because they're loud as hell and right super noisy. But they're great because, you know, it, it, they just, when you're cranking them, I mean, it's just ridiculous, you know. And then you just got to take out all the crazy high pitches and squeals and everything like that so sure.
0: yeah i was talking but, to uh, mike mike de yesterday or the day before yesterday or whatever and he was talking about he's got a pedal that he the pedal he uses is is his gate and i thought that was interesting i i've heard of that before but i always used a gate in my rack mm-hmm. so i just you know that's just what i was used to so when he was bringing that up i wish i could remember what he told me but anyway that was cool
1: i like it. yeah i mean I had i've got a, a um I got a little gate. It's, it's probably from the '80s, man. And I've always had it. It's a little half rack, and I have, you know, yeah. But it's just got a little slider. Oh, cool. And what it'll do is it'll just you can just slide it just at least a little bit and take everything out and keep the tone.
0: Yeah, fuck yeah. So as long
1: as it still works, I'll use it. All you right. know, I got tons of other gear, man. I had a, a little thing with. uh uh new effects uh company and they gave me this really sweet multi-effects uh pedal for a fly rig you know and it's got compression and distortion and these yeah. clean tones and man, i really get i get a great Waylon jennings tone out of it man it's absolutely man. phenomenal um yeah, you know yeah. stuff like that yeah dude so i got little little gadgets here but man when it comes to like six cell, dude yeah i mean it's like it's about power
0: fuck yeah you know
1: and, and cutting through especially with you know the drums my brother so damn loud right. you know you just you got to be loud to kind of carry over what he's doing you know right. so absolutely
0: yeah oh Rob. Yeah. okay i remember this clearly and i don't know how i remember it but well are you ready to join the odc and you guys got real fucking serious real quick and this was before this was before you this was way before the bar and it was before you had like the shots you had to take to join the odc and stuff like that at the bar and it was just like you still had to take shots and it was like 10 of them or something it was a ridiculous amount of fucking whiskey shot or black tooth or whatever it was and we're at your house off of mason road if i remember correctly back yeah
1: absolutely yeah
0: and um i'm like absolutely i am i am ready to join the odc you're like all right well you gotta drink all this and i was like what <laughs> and it was cool man y'all gave me one of the big fat chains i got well i used to have it sitting on this shelf and i moved it to the other room damn it that would have been good
1: to have in here probably break your shelf dude
0: it's so fucking heavy
1: yeah Yeah. i
0: love it i love it it's still i it's still love it
1: that, you know and uh I don't want to mess up anything, but I'll I'll revert back to how that happened if you if how how yeah. that chain became the thing.
0: Yeah, let's bring it up. Let's do it.
1: It's so long ago, man. Long before you know the Black liberal Society and Zach is wearing his chain and all this other which is great because sure. when I first saw that, I was like, dude, he's got our idea. No, yeah. but what happened was was um it was uh, the new metal thing that was happening, you know, and and the and, and they were wearing five and six chains and they were yeah. doing all this, and I didn't want to be like, you know, we were we were cranking it out and having a good time. And I'm like, dude, I can't wear chains like those dudes, yeah. you know, I'm like, so I go to the hardware store and I just was like, yeah, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy like this chain man. I'll pull a tugboat, you know, and yeah. I bought one. It was incredibly too big and it just kept breaking my belt loops the whole time. So I ended up being like the dude that would walk in with like this lethal weapon thing hanging off of me. And, but I hung everything on it, dude. You know, I got, you know, K bars to open beers and, yeah, you know, Flashlights, whatever I need you. So I was walking around with that crap. And by me doing that, uh, my brother, I'll have to hand it to him. It was his idea to, because we were just, we were like, you know, those guys got little tiny chains, dude. We got got the big chain. So it was his idea to incorporate that as a uh, identifier.
0: Oh, okay. And
1: and we really kind of, I didn't even think about it. You know, Rob handled it you know yeah right and uh and it took off, and I'm glad it did because it, it it's uh it was pretty fun, uh, dude yeah, just to go so to places and cool. see everybody with these giant chains looped on their belt loops and walking around you know and pride and you know kind of see your people you know it was really Absolutely. cool
0: yeah, yeah the one i the one I have is nickel plated and Rob there, gave, yeah Rob gave it to me in we were in Austin, I don't know what we were doing in Austin, but we were like i had I had been inducted into the odc years before but doing that 10 shot thing at your house but i never got a chain then y'all ended up having the the ball i don't know i said you know things are fuzzy but at some point in austin rob was like here he took his off his own belt and was like you know
1: here you go this is yours and i was like holy fuck
0: and it felt fucking cool as shit i was like i'm part of a thing (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, now I handed it to my brother, man. He he really initiated uh, that part of it. And it just became uh, a thing. And when I saw everybody, you know, like really digging it and having some pride in it and stuff, I was like, all right, dude, yeah, hell yeah. Um, but the one thing that uh, I, I, the drink came later, you were, you were, I, I, hate, to, I hate to say initiated because that just sounds so like college or something i don't really know sure. but uh you know what i mean i'm not about that no you just were uh we just were about having fun having a good time man and it yeah. was just like you know you want to come drink with us have a good time Well, just look here's the chorus line roll it up you know take it back yeah. real quick you know it's scary sure <laughs>
0: yeah it was it was fun as shit well,
1: think though. about how good and bad you're gonna feel when you're done you know what i mean
0: oh man well, I thought, well back then i was still in my 20s so like
1: it was great push <laughs> <laughs> like we're sitting there watching
0: Slipknot videos live when they Slipknot first got the entire crowd down on their, you know, on the ground. And then they all jumped up and we're like, look at that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we watched, uh, we watched Motley Crue, that Motley Crue, that Circus live video. I think Circus, yeah. something, something Circus. Anyway, we watched all kinds of videos over there, dude. One night I stayed up with your brother and I guess I'll talk about this when I had talked to him. But like one night him and me stayed up till the sun came up just watching the Project Hate. Like on you know what which, which was I guess was an internet band at the time and they were so heavy and
1: uh yeah that was our uh driver Sean. You remember Sean? Uh oh, Sean yeah. Sitka. Yeah. So that was uh he he turned us on to those uh Project Kate and uh gave okay. us a whole bunch of stuff and and of course my brother, you know, that's up his alley, man, with the you know oh, yeah with that kind of stuff. So he took it and ran with it. But yeah, if you were if you were hanging and you I'm opening up the a, a cocktail glass, here, was Good. Cool. It's You're, your hang hotel You're hanging
0: out. You're in Vegas right now, or not? It's uh, no, not Vegas. It's 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 not Vegas, but it's Vegas next to Texas, right? It's the
1: other LA. <laughs> it's The other LA. But yeah, sanitized for my protection. Later, so I'm scoop up another drink. But uh, yeah, if you were my brother, you were definitely not going to bed. You're gonna hang up. What well, you know? Hang up all night long.
0: All and night drink, long, He was talking, watch music. And, he was talking Gaelic to me it's <laughs> like it's like i don't understand what you're saying but it was cool <laughs> uh
1: that's yeah that's the drunk stuff dude
0: okay so we've talked we talked gear but i don't think we finished so what guitar are you running right now
1: oh uh, man hey you know what so you know i'm a, you know i just dig the last balls and i've just oh, always wow. been about beating and bashing and you know doing all that and uh right. because i do um a lot of country stuff as well, dude. I, yeah. I got this great Les Paul Telly. Did I just say Les Paul Telly? You did. I did. Well, hold on. Yeah. Oh, so besides my Les Pauls, I got this new Telly. So okay. actually, I've had it I had it for a little while now, dude. And um, the Three Bell Bridge, and it's just uh wow, it's a wow. fifty two style, and sure. uh, absolutely amazing sounding guitar, and I love it. Uh, you know. Uh, it's extremely light, which I'm not used to. I'm used to carrying around a brick, right? You know? Yeah, which I never complain about. I always, I always thought it was funny when people said this guitar is too heavy, and I'm like, well, maybe you ain't heavy enough for the guitar, bro. That's right, you man. Know? That's right. <laughs> but yeah, I did that, you know. And I've actually pulled out some uh, other. Um, that's what she said, but I, like uh... with the, I know, with the, some old Charvels and stuff, which has been really crazy because of the 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 whammy bar and going crazy on on some other stuff but uh yeah yeah right on little jackson's little charvels like old school sure. uh, some things but mostly man it's it's still the uh the customs and um uh, i've got i still got I have, you know my white trash uh gothic which is ironic since yeah. it's a all black guitar so right
0: yeah but it works it's,
1: it's a perfect. gothic guitar you know
0: <laughs> fucking perfect yeah I have, yeah i have it still uh, sounds great I have Big Mike's guitar from Razor 13.
1: Uh the Washman. 15. Oh, dude. Yeah, I remember that one.
0: Ooh. Yeah, he was gonna hawk it. And uh I said, cause he uh, you know, he was going through a time or whatever, and he was gonna hawk some stuff, and I was like, cool. Uh yeah, not that one. You yeah. Know, I, You give it to me. I'll hold on to it when you're ready for it. I'll give it back to you. I've had it now longer than he ever owned it. And, um, and, but he told me the other day that he's ready to uh, reclaim it, which is cool. I I told, I'm not, I'm, he can have it. It's, you know, it's his, I'm kept it. So he would, uh, would not do something stupid because this guitar is fucking awesome.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it is
0: there's so much shit it's such a good guitar but anyway um so yeah at some point i'm going to give it back to him and and he's to he's been writing big mike's been writing some cool stuff um for a movie actually which is really interesting all right we were talking about gunship 666 earlier and yes. you guys going over there and doing the brotherhood of booze tour 2 which mm-hmm. is going to be fucking amazing i wanted to know if you got one or two good memories from touring with them just something cool or something funny you could you know tell us because again this show is about tour stories for the most part so right whatever you got i'd love to hear
1: yeah well let's see i'll pick out of a thousand uh i'll tell you what man um a a lot of things happen whenever you you've got bus time and you're just kind of cruising and drinking right oh yeah you know um i i like the um time that uh uh, we were all kicked out of Walmart in St. Louis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we, um they didn't like us very well. Okay. For whatever reason, we're all in. Sure. And they put a booze buying limit on us as well. Oh. So, which we didn't understand. I mean, everybody's walking up. You know, you got, I don't know, like 11, 12 guys. Right. And, oh, and one girl. And, um, right. you know, we all are, you know, got suitcases full of beer, you know, rolling up the line and. They they capped us out on how much booze we could buy. They didn't believe that I don't know what they they just and then they gave um our Japanese buds a hard time with their uh, IDs and stuff and that never oh. happened before. So and then Angry was wearing a uh a hoodie with like fuck you on the back. Yeah. And they, they were like, You can't do it, you gotta like, turn it around. Of course, you know, Japanese to English wasn't really right. happening, so we have to intervene and and it just became well, like, you guys gotta leave. And I'm like well, that's cool, but I think we're sleeping in your parking lot.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh yeah, you know what? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It was uh, Halloween night, so everything oh. was kind of creepy. So I went. So we went back to the bus. We got in. We loaded up all this booze, and we're about to have a big Halloween party. And I was just like, you know what? Screw that shit. And I'm gonna go back in the store. I got a couple things I didn't get, so I went back in. I bought some uh, Halloween costumes. You know, Jason's mask because we were all fixing to watch the Friday the Thirteenth movie on the bus. Yeah. So I bought Jason's mask for everybody, so we could all sit there. I don't know With Jason, Jason mask, mask on, on while we watched. <laughs> yeah, and they were glowing in the dark, that's, which was yeah, that's which awesome. was really cool. Yeah, so you know, it was. I didn't get hassled on my second return into Walmart in St. Louis. So uh, They let me buy all the mask I wanted, apparently. So, well, you can
0: buy all the mask you want, just not all the booze.
1: Right, you know, and the other thing was um, uh, they the. <laughs> They love the truck stops, but they weren't aware of things that could happen at—not the truck stop, rest areas. Oh. So when we'd pull over to a rest area, or whatever happened to be, you know, they would all fall off the bus. Everybody would fall off and be like, "Hey, man!" You know, everybody kind of like stick together. Everybody's like drunk. You know, you can get in trouble, whatever. Yeah. Man, um, yeah, we have to. We had to go round them up and all these little seedy areas and, and oh, shit. No. You know, it's just—it's just fucking hilarious, man. I'm like. I was like, you know, just keep the bell money handy. You know, yeah. we'll uh, we'll figure it out later. But Dude, uh, yeah, funny. yeah, drunk in parking lots, drunk at rest areas, just having a good time, man. The stuff that would happen on the bus was uh, that's for another time. I mean,
0: yeah. I
1: mean, we we had a guest on the bus that I weren't aware of, but he traveled from Des Moines, Iowa, to Nebraska with us, and I had to call his wife the next day to come pick him up.
0: Oh my gosh. Wow. Rob was talking
1: to the guy all night long and we had to get to Nebraska. So he, he wanted to stay and party. So we're like, stay and party, but you know, you, you gotta, you gotta get your own ride back. So. Wow. Yeah, that was pretty wild. Hey, like I said, man, we're, you know, we do what we do and we have a good time and no harm, no foul.
0: You know. That's right. What you turned, know, what turned you on to guitar when you were, when you were younger, what was the thing that, or 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 just music in general. What what brought you to it? Do you know? Do you remember? Or was yeah? You know there? what?
1: I actually do. Like uh, I was super young, and um, it was uh, Glenn Campbell. Okay. And uh, I, my mom had to tell me that you know I was young, but I had this like this poster of Glenn Campbell on my wall. Like I'm you know this just little kid, but yeah. apparently I loved like the songs or whatever yeah and then you know as you get older my dad was a drummer and he would we would go around with him and i would watch all these guys play but wow. i started out as a drummer okay so i played i was a. I wanted to play guitar but i was a drummer through you know teenage years and then when i uh, went on to guitar because we didn't have a guitar player in my band uh, then we needed a drummer and then i'm like well i got a little brother
0: yeah it's like here
1: yeah he's a little (laughs) shithead but he's getting pretty good so yeah we i switched instruments it's that whole crazy van halen pantera story where you know i started out as a drummer and i switched to guitar because my brother was a drummer he was a far better drummer than i ever was and uh but you know i just remember also the tonality wise or something that just punched me in the face when i was really really young i probably man I, I don't even i don't even know what age i was i you know i couldn't drive but uh no anyway so wow. like you know i couldn't drink or drive or nothing man right um uh, but i had some headphones was on, then. Then, man. <laughs> i was i put on some grand funk railroad dude and as soon as that guitar hit i just exploded and went that's what i want to do i want that whatever this is this is what i like i want i want to wow. go find some more stuff like this and then of course and then you know as a hippie kid and all that kind of stuff, you know, I was, you know, from Shirley Daniels to kiss and, and all that from my hippie uncles, man, they were always, you know, just start, you know, playing that and Alice Cooper and, sure, and stuff. Yeah. So it was, it, it was just such a wide variety of music, but I was really enamored with uh guitar.
0: Yeah.
1: And so I was like, I think I need to learn this, you know? So I did the typical thing, uh, grabbed a, a crappy guitar and, uh, you know, turned on the radio and tried to learn everything that I possibly could, you know, hell yeah, dude. And it just, it did, it did, it went from there. But, you know, when rock and roll hit was like, it was straight out of grand funk, dude. When I heard that, I was like, oh, hell yeah. Uh, I I like, you know, that riffing, whatever it is. I didn't know what it was at the time. Sure. And then it just matured on, you know? And then of course, you know, I didn't realize how big of a country fan I was until I really knew like everything, you know? But that really expanded uh, my playing ability into 6 past hell because a lot of my roofs are a country-based groove, like Texas yeah. Texas blues, Texas country, you know that kind of thing. Oh yeah, and I just crank it up, hell, yeah, you know, yeah. and it gave us that kind of that style, that sound, you know. And uh, we just roll with it, you know. And uh, all of us are just a bunch of goofy ass rednecks, anyway. So you know, we have a ball. Dude. Drinking and stinking, you know what I'm saying?
0: Drinking and stinking. All right, I got one final question, but or hey, one final thing to talk about before we wrap it up here, man. Because I know you got things to do. There's a racetrack outside your window, apparently.
1: There's like, some more drinking and gambling.
0: <laughs> man, um, so we're, if it's, if my memory is wrong, I'm gonna totally edit this out. But weren't you guys on Battle for Ozfest?
1: Yes, we were. what, what yes, I don't we
0: I it's it's been a long time since uh that I even was aware of that. What happened on that show? Like uh that was a that was a cool thing, but I don't remember, man. Time, time sucks.
1: (laughs) You know what? That that we uh we got on to that show. So we went to LA and we ended up being in LA for like two weeks. Okay. And we were staying at the Hyatt, the riot. I was like if we were gonna go to LA for our first time to be out there, I was like, there's no other place to stay you know for yeah. us is the party hotel so we did that on sunset so we lived it up had a good time we did the um the show now that was uh like it was really wild we met so many really good people but we ended up having to get used to having cameras in front of our face like uh, no matter where time. we were yeah in oh, wow. a boom and you know there were you know there wasn't one secret between anybody. So like for the reality TV or whatever you want to call it. Right. I mean, everywhere we went, it was a camera. It was a boom in your face. I couldn't even tell my brother a secret or whatever. I leaned over to say, and the boom would come in to catch every little nuance of every little thing. (laughs) But it was fun. We, we made it all the way. There was 600 bands or so, and we made it into the top 10.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah.
1: And, and we found out through the powers that be, we were actually on, um, uh, uh, the, I guess there that we, okay. So we ended up signing a contract with MTB for a year, but it was a, a non-compete con- clause, meaning that nobody else could touch us for a year. Oh, so, and we had some other record companies wanted us, but we couldn't sign because we oh. were contracted, uh, for that. Year. So we had it, we had a, so it was a year on hold for us. Yeah, right. uh So anyway, so what would happen was we, you know, we did everything, we did the whole thing. So we essentially were working for MTV and that ended up, um uh, they, they, if you go and whack well, and watch the show, so I'm trying to say, you'll, you'll see the person that won was already in a band that was signed before. So it really was more of a rigged, situation when you Uh, get down to it but we were kicking so much ass and having so much fun that we didn't give a shit we were going to uh, you know we were doing what we did and we still made it uh you know into like the final 10 but here's the thing i think maybe what they, they, here's what they wanted. They wanted to take people and uh, make a fool out of them on tour as if they were nobodies and all these bands can tell you, like, to be, you know, a scumbag. You go pick up my shit over here. And they knew that they couldn't do that to us because one of the questions that, and we're in front of all these producers and everything, that, you know, if people don't know, you have to go through a lot of interview process, you know, to get to other levels or whatever. So, anyway, they asked us, um, if you're asked to do something, would you have a problem doing it? And my answer to that in front of 12 record execs and producers and everything was, I'm probably going to do shit that you guys ain't going to ask for. And I'm going to run with it. And we're going to blow this shit up, dude. I said, there ain't a damn thing that you can do to embarrass us. I said, y'all gonna be the ones being embarrassed. And Uh, then, and then I'm just, thinking i was like i don't think they like that i think they want somebody that's kind of like a coward
0: that can beat down
1: but you know i was like you know what dude it's tv right but the cool thing was we did have the you know the whole thing with ozzy and sharon and and all that and a lot of vip uh stuff that happened so i don't have any any problems with it at all man you know however it turned out i was like we didn't really want to be that guy yeah so we were we did our thing
0: you guys were you, know, you i mean and you guys did you man that's great
1: hey dude listen i go out of, on the street with the whole camera crew following me into the, the convenience store uh down by the palladian and i'm buying a hot dog and a bottle of jag daniels and i've got a camera there waiting you know i'm like that's my order today you know what i'm saying so yeah. nobody else was doing that kind of shit i was like yeah we were
0: Hell yeah, dude. Hell, I want to go back and watch that show, man. I, I haven't seen it since it came out. That's, fucking, that's great. I want to have to go back and check that out. Yeah, but
1: it was a lot good of fun. We, we, we had some good I mean, stuff come out of it. The yeah. only drawback, like I said, was we were contracted and we could not sign with anybody else. And we had right. some labels come to us and uh, wanted to do some stuff. And they were like, well, we got to wait for the MTV contract to run out first. And of course, what are you going to do when you, when you get to the end? They can find other people. Yeah. you know we're not in LA anymore so Damn. it's not really a six by hole thing anyway so
0: yeah LA is fucking
1: <laughs> LA. I mean you know there's a small little part that is all right you know the rock and roll side of it and everything. Sure. and it's a beautiful thing to look at for the ocean Absolutely. Things, but man you know
0: oh like... dude yeah i've got i have friends that have lived there you know anyway with you know without going too crazy on it, it there's some really cool stuff out there yeah. But uh, I'm definitely a Texas boy and probably
1: will yeah. remain.
0: Unless they turn Texas into California, then I might move.
1: Right. Hey, dude, let me tell you, we did that, not this last name, but, you know, before it got canceled. Um, so we were hanging out and having a good time real short before we, like, scoot. It's illegal to ride in the back of pickup trucks, apparently, in California. But Really? We were going from one place to the other. We just saw Black Label Society. Yeah. We're headed back. We all just piled in the truck and they're like, man, you know, you know, that's illegal. And I want to give shipping from Texas. We're riding back at pickup trucks, man. So we, we're cruising down and uh and everybody just keeps honking at us and like laughing and you know, so we but we were in the back of the pickup truck drinking beer going down the road, wow, having man. a good time, you know, and just you know, it was like what are you gonna do? Give me a ticket? Yeah, fine. Give me a ticket, dude. Let get a ticket for drinking in the back of a pickup truck in California, I'll take it. Okay. You know what I mean?
0: Dude, I have a weird. This is weird. I just while you're telling, I think you told me that story before when we were going to California on the bus. Because remember when we had to stop, we had to stop before we got into California to wash the bus. Yes. And you and me were hanging outside. It was hot as fuck. We were hanging outside uh, watching the bus go through and getting washed or whatever. I think that's when
1: you told me that,
0: or something similar to that. That's yeah, you know, I have a picture was- of you and me doing that too. We're like Well, I,
1: I I mean, I enjoyed the, the fact that we were going to be charged like 200 bucks for a bush wash when we were fixing to hit more desert. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, it was, it was great. Super awesome. It was so That's great. what they do to you. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
0: there's a big Mike story about him wanting to take. He couldn't. Uh, anyway, never mind. I'm not going to tell it. I'll tell it to you afterwards.
1: Um, we'll, we'll we'll do a part two, man
0: we'll do a part two dude this is so much fun thank you for coming on man it's good to see you i haven't seen you in real life in forever I know, hopefully, man. hopefully that changes soon the 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 virus thing is whatever yeah absolutely dude whatever it was and fucking fuck that virus thing or the people pushing that thing or however that's that what i'm saying
1: <laughs> but, yeah uh, dude
0: dude i'm stoked uh i whenever you guys do that when's that houston show again
1: um, I don't want to say you right now, uh, okay. because I don't want to win that only anything down. But there is something that is happening, and we'll save it for part two, but I'm just gonna leave it as a little cliffhanger. Me, Rob, now I know you know a band called Pump Jack or you wear a Pump Jack. Oh yeah. A little bit of Pump Jack, so you know Thurber T of Pump Jack. So me yeah. and Rob and Thurber have a new album.
0: No fucking shit.
1: So and it's really cool. Uh and I'll I'll send you a little track offline or whatever, and uh, okay. And, uh, yeah. So basically yeah. it's sick. It really dude, is I'm sick. Stoked. It's another, it's another one of our little ditties that we've been working on. So yeah. it's good, man. So we're going to, we're going to start releasing that uh, pretty soon. Dude. Fuck. Yeah. I'm stuck so you heard that. it here for the first time because I don't do anybody else's podcast because my attention span, like I said, dude, is hit it and get it, you know,
0: it it. and get but, it, dude, you know, boy, I, I really appreciate you coming on and doing it. You're double fisting, man.
1: Well, dude, I got, I got, well, I got, I got a little bit of, you know, I got this and this and this. I got, I got my
0: supplies. You're ready. You're ready to go, dude. And that's why I love you. You're always, always been ready to fucking go, man. So, absolutely. We'll we'll do a part two, whatever is clever.
1: You got it, brother.
0: Man, it was good to talk to you. Go have a great rest of your evening. It was my pleasure. Everybody out here, I've been here with Scott Pastel. I'm Ryan13. Thanks for joining the 13, and we will see you on the next one. There you go.